Welcome to the FP Network, a collection of podcasts for our Five Points family designed to help us treasure Jesus together through worship, community, discipleship, and mission. to last week, this week. Uh, my name is Pastor Drew. Glad to be with you. Joined as always by a couple of my friends here, Travis Rhodes, Children's Director. What's up, Travis? Hey, guys. Glad to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. And our pastor for Community and Discipleship, Andrew Sheely. Andrew, what's up, man? Hey, guys. It's an honor, as always. As per always. And, hey, we got another special guest here with us Oh, today. here we go. Here yeah. we go. Y'all ready for this? Let's go. You're not ready for this. I don't we have the one and the only Daryl Hobson. Yeah, welcome, welcome man. Week Come this on, week, man. How are you? Welcome. I, I'm good, thank you. That that was a little strange, but <laughs> this is yeah. the pinnacle of Daryl Hobson's what, life, what, right what, here. It's, it's, yeah, really, that effect. Everything really has really led is. to this moment. It really is. My moment has come. Welcome I, to the FP Network. I so love. <laughs> Uh, first-time guests, like, their initial reactions to being on the show. <laughs> Amanda Gilliam, she goes like, it's good to be here, I think. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time goes, will tell. That was strange. <laughs> yes, it was. And we have about 15 more minutes of strangeness <laughs> coming right. your way here That's last right. week, this week. All right. Uh, well, guys, I want to make sure to spotlight something going on this week, actually. Uh, Pastor Andrew is going to have to uh, dip out here in just a little bit. So, uh, Andrew, will you talk to us about the teacher training that we have coming up? this week at Five Points. Here we go. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this Saturday uh, at 9 o'clock, we're doing a uh, discipleship ministries training. So that's everyone that is involved in uh, some form of discipleship here at Five Points. So that could be teaching a Sunday school class, uh, helping on Wednesday nights, uh, various things like that. So if you are involved in any way, kind of as a teacher, as a volunteer, as a co-teacher, um, if you've been tapped by the, the Sunday school teacher in your class to come, uh, really, it, this is for, for so many people from our pre-K volunteers all the way up to um, our senior adults. And so uh, super excited to be doing that and, um, you know, kind of the, the vision that we are casting for our discipleship ministries is just that these really are um, just the the way that we as a community are going to be growing together. So um, our discipleship ministries provide a starting point for our members and our families to pursue biblical, transformative, and intergenerational discipleship as they enjoy gospel-centered community in the context of this local church. And so as we are just enjoying what it means to be part of this body. We want to be growing more in uh, to Christ-likeness. And so uh, we're going to be uh, spending some just intentional time uh, pouring into our teachers, um, focusing on what it means to be a gospel-centered church and what it looks like to model faithfulness in our ministries. And so I'm really excited to spend that time with all of our teachers on Saturday morning. So uh, we'll have coffee, we'll have snacks. It'll be a good time. Heck yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm encouraged by that too, brother. Just appreciate uh, you doing that and, and kind of rallying our other discipleship staff around that as well. To me, I think it's easy if, if you're a discipleship leader at Five Points to get the impression that you're kind of on an island. But 
just the mere presence of seeing the other discipleship leaders in our church, I think, goes a long way in just saying we're a part of something bigger That's than right. ourselves, right? That's right. That we are a team, or we are mm-hmm. a family. And so, uh, man, I'm just really encouraged uh, by that, that you guys are doing that. And uh, I know it's going to be a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. We got everybody together back in January. Um, and so we want to make it our practice just to get together once a quarter. And really, that time is, there is some training and teaching that's part of it, but it's also just a time for mutual encouragement and support to remember that, um, you know, just because you have a, a Sunday school class. And that's that's really all you think about because, I mean, that's kind of where you go every Sunday. And that's that's the, the lane that you walk in, but you are a part of of something greater, um, this this local church and what the Lord's doing here. And so uh, I just want to remind our teachers that regularly, uh, encourage each other, uh, celebrate the evidences of God's grace, uh, but also talk through, like, if there's any challenges we're facing, how can we overcome those together as a as a church family? So um, it'll be a good time. Awesome. And again, that's this Saturday. Time's on that, brother? Uh, starts at 9. Starts at 9. 9 until. I love it. All right. Uh, so just But, wanna... but uh, we'll be done at 11. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I really like to honor my time commitments. Um, that's a that's a kind of a pet peeve of mine, and so I, I really that's do good. want to get you guys out of there uh, no more than uh, eleven. So all right, good deal. I was giving you freedom, man. To just roll with it. You know? We're gonna be here for that's, six hours. That's a free, that's a freedom in Christ that you enjoy. That's not one that I uh, I partake in. So. Lead pastors, man. Time just melts away. You know when I'm behind the pulpit with with our people. All right. Uh, good stuff. All right. Hey, thank you so much, brother. Uh, I know that's going to be great. So just want to make sure that we front loaded that. So that'll be going on this Saturday, nine to 11 AM. All right. Now let's get to the important stuff. Our question of the week. Here we go. All right. All right. You guys ready for this? I don't know that anyone's ready for this. So let's answer it. <laughs> I'm a little nervous by this question, but we're going to do it anyway. And let's, and let's be, let, let our listeners know we have not heard this question prior to going mm-hmm. on this podcast. Like this is, all authentic, nope. everything you're going to hear. Yeah, so, this, here we is, go. this is real and raw. That's how we do it at last I'm a little week nervous, a little nervous. Here we go. All right. What are the best and worst purchases you have ever no. made? No, come on. <laughs> the oh. best and worst purchases that you have ever made. Let's start with the best and go around the room, and that'll give you time to think of maybe your worst. What's the best purchase that you've ever made? All right. Wow. Um, best purchase I ever made. I mean, I feel what the I immense amount of pressure it? that's just, hey, hey, who wants to be first on this one? There's going to be a new host of the show next week, probably. I, I, I'm, okay. Best purchase that I ever made. Like, And I know people are probably going to give me a hard time about this um, and, and be like, oh, he said this. Well, I did. Okay. The best purchase I ever made was buying my wife an engagement ring. And, mm. and so, and proposing to my wife. So I don't know whatever you guys wow. got, but wow. I'm going to go ahead and, and since you want raw uh. and authentic, that was the best purchase I ever made. Right. Was, I'm modifying the question. What was the second best purchase? Oh, here we go. <laughs> the get, right. the, isn't the guest supposed to go first? Well, I could have got that one. <laughs> so there's mine, guys. Good luck. All right. Best purchase Travis ever made engagement ring. All right. For the rest of a second, best purchase you've ever made. <laughs> Who wants to who wants to go next? Best purchase that you've ever made. <laughs> it's tough. I this mean, is a tough one, isn't it? I mean, this is good stuff. I mean, I, I didn't know that this this question was going to be so intense today, but I am glad that I've already said mine. So. Yeah, we, we leveled up <laughs> I today. I am feeling no pressure at the current moment. <laughs> I'll throw out one that just keeps popping in my mind for whatever reason, and I'll probably listen to this later on and go, why did I say that? But I'm going to do it anyway. All right. 
um, our uh, coffee machine at the house. <laughs> it's dual. It can make a pot of coffee, and it's also single-serve uh, Keurig. And... Uh, and I like it a lot, and I'm glad that we bought it. I, I, I love that you Best know the details I've about ever it. Made. I know. <laughs> uh, it helps me as a husband, helps me as a dad, <laughs> helps me as a pastor. Uh, you know, <laughs> so yeah, that that's my answer. That I mean, I like that there are multiple features there. You know, you really dove in on that. I can't well, I like, did, what? man. I, I spent a lot of time before I made that purchase. It's more more than just a pot of coffee. So, so. and I've actually already got my worst purchase in mind too. But I'll save that for. Oh, I need to be thinking about that. Go around. Yeah, yeah that one's easy. And my wife, when she hears it, she'll be like, "Oh yeah, for sure." <laughs> and she'd probably agree with that first one too. Maybe I don't know. All Here right, best purchase you've ever made. Who's ready? Since engagement ring is off the table. And coffee I mean, maker. And coffee excuse, maker. Me, excuse me. Second best purchase you've ever made. <laughs> okay, so second best purchase. Uh, the truck that I drive right now, I gave a dollar for it. How about that? That's, oh, that's, a, that's great. That's a good That's answer. phenomenal. Okay, what kind of truck is it? It's a GMC, 2015 GMC. Wow. You well, sitting out $1 there. $1 for a 2015? Fantastic nice. job, by the way. Yep, and I call it old dollar. All right, I love that. Now that's Sweet. a great, that's a solid purchase. That is a good purchase. Man. All right, Pastor Andrew, it's on you, man. I've got nothing. I don't. Buy, I don't buy things. Uh, He's never like, purchased anything. You can, you can ask my wife. Like I, I have the hardest time just like spending money on something. So like it's really weird. The thing that comes to my mind is I, I bought this jacket, like, like, fifteen years ago, and I still use it, and it's that great. Uh, I've, gotten, I've gotten some good mileage out of that That's out of good. that hoodie. So uh, you know, it's, it's, it's zip up. It's it's great. So um, nice I don't know. This is <laughs> I'm I'm out of my depths here. So. <laughs> That's a win. That's a solid win. What the that? reason that I don't buy anything is because my worst purchase. And this happened when I was, I kid you not, like seven years old. Oh, he's getting worse purchases. So oh, I was boy. seven oh, years there's old. Some, there's some trauma right there. I here. was on vacation, and my parents gave me money for, you know, like to buy a little souvenir. Mm. And so I go into this gift shop, and I buy this just garbage, like plastic toy, and it breaks as soon mm. as I pull it out of the package. And, and I was there. just like, wow. I spent my money on something and now it's garbage. Yeah. Uh, and Aww, so ever since then, day. ever since then, I think yeah. like 10 times before I buy anything. <laughs> Just burn uh, it So it's, uh, <laughs> you know, a life lesson there. That, wow. that little like $5 like toy has saved me I was about to thousands say, of dollars. I mean, so I kind of wish <laughs> because in of a way the lesson that, I that, uh, that, that you learned there. So. Wow. I needed to experience that as a kid. I mean, I think about how much money I would have saved. Oh uh, man! So, um, so that was the worst. Gosh, <laughs> and that 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 really made me sad to hear that. I know, oh, I know. It kind of kind of broke my heart. I felt like, uh, For, you know, I mean, whenever you're age seven, like that can be pretty devastating. Yeah. Um, that's good. All, All right. right, who's ready to do their worst purchase? I mean, if now? you guys are up on this, I can. Wait. I mean, I'm ready. Go ahead, dive in. Uh, mine, my worst purchase was a vehicle. Um, it was I purchased with Candace. It was our first kind of family vehicle. Whenever we realized we were going to need something a little bit bigger, uh, and it was I think it was a 2008 Chevrolet Traverse. Which mm. if you're driving a Traverse, hey, I don't no want to talk shade no disrespect on, on at all. I'm pretty sure 2008. That was a the first year model. One pro tip. Whatever vehicle you buy, don't buy the initial year that they made it, I don't think, because yeah. maybe they haven't worked out all the defects in the model. Nice. Uh, or at least that was our experience with that. So, man, that thing just caused us tons of heartache. Um, we had it up till 2019, and uh, three months before the pandemic began, like <laughs> our last quarter of normal life before the pandemic was 
wrestling with uh, mechanics, trying to get this thing fixed, and it yeah. was just a lot of heartburn through that. Yeah, so yeah, there. that was ours, man. That that was the, that was that was money not well spent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's us. All right, Dale, you want you want me to go? I got nothing. I, I got I bought so much junk over the years I couldn't <laughs> stack them up and put one at the top. <laughs> so his is all like a conglomerate, uh, and I kind of I can share that sentiment, but uh, I can also share the car sentiment of like, uh, hey, we had a car that was a lemon, and that was so mm. frustrating because uh, we bought it from the time we bought it, uh, we instantly started having issues, and yeah, um, praise the Lord, we don't have it anymore. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over here trying to rationalize terrible purchases, and, uh, oh, there's so many. Um, you Was know, it when you bought a sandwich as a snack? Uh, no, no, that, no, is, you don't that is still a, uh, a legitimate <laughs> argument um, that I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, worth having. Um, I was, you know, going to go and say when I had uh, Dr. Pepper Cherry Vanilla, but um, th- no, they can't go there. So then I thought about the worst purchase I ever made, okay? Mm. And there's not going to be, like, an induced amount of trauma of this. But I will say I had this idea that, you know, hey, these guys on TV, they can, like, do these eating competitions, and it's no problem. It's no problem. And since the car's already off the list, I'm just going to throw this out here for what it's worth. I thought, hey, I'm going to dive in. Chick-fil-A's doing this all-you-can-eat chicken nugget night. And I was like, I am in. Jesus and chicken. Let's do this. And what you think, hey, that wouldn't be a big deal because I got news for you. Have you ever ate 67 nuggets? <laughs> That's like a question. And apparently, if you ate them within a time slot, you got your meal free. Oh, wow. And oh, I boy. thought... There's probably a reason why they don't run this promo anymore. Yeah, I think... I think they Apparently, they had the, the glorious idea to tell me that someone had eaten... Had had a 103 at one sitting. And I said, oh, well, my tonight's, tonight's my night, guys. That, tonight's my night. That has got to have long-term health effects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. Because when I got to 67, I thought, that guy's crazy. Um, but no disrespect if you're listening. Um, but uh, So I ended up going, and uh, they told me, they said, look, if you if you top 103, we'll give you a free peach milkshake. And mm. I, I love peach milkshakes, okay? And I, I dove in hard. And let's just say that I will never again competitively eat <laughs> Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets for the fifteen ninety nine that I paid. So I got my money's worth, but I will never do that again. So if we're taking cars off the list, we're taking kid toys off, worst purchase I ever made was trying to go in there and eat 103 chicken nuggets in oh, one sitting. Wow. So that's where I go with it. I mean, guys, I know it goes back to food. It goes back to soft drinks. But that was one of ultimately my worst purchases that I ever made. Oh, man. That's a I'll good stand, one. I'll stand by it. That's, it was that, not that's, a, that's a good worst purchase. Awesome. Yeah. Lesson learned. All Lesson right. learned. Uh, well, there you go, folks. Our best and worst. Uh, Great purchases. question, by the way. You really got Wasn't us thinking today. Really got us yeah. thinking today. Terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets better. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's segue into last week, this week. Uh, so, last week at five points. Uh, we were able to host the Tuscaloosa County Baptist Association's uh, Lunch and Learn here this past Thursday uh, in our new Discipleship Center, and uh, so that was a blessing. We had 40-plus ministry leaders from across the county coming together uh, for a time of equipping, and so I'm, I'm so thankful to see mm-hmm. that space being utilized for the Kingdom with a capital K, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so that, that was just a joy to get to be with those brothers and sisters here. Um, we also on Sunday celebrated the baptism of Madeline Gilliam. Yeah, amen. So, yep. Yeah. Oh, it's always a joy. Yeah, yeah, it's way cool. I love baptism Sunday, and so 
Yeah, what that means, guys, is we now have a new sister in our faith family here. So, mm-hmm. um, so proud of her, proud of uh, her just trusting in Christ and then professing publicly that trust yeah. through baptism. And how neat was it, like, the, uh, the, the sound of celebration, you know, at mm. the end, like, just the everybody in the faith family just, like, cheering yeah. her on. Like, that, to me, was so cool. That was, uh, that was really <laughs> neat. I was really excited about that, and, and to hear that and be a part of that was phenomenal. Yeah, so. man, it, it was so good, so good. So um, we also finished up uh, John chapter 4 in our exposition of John's gospel, and so we saw how Jesus... Uh, John portrays Jesus as a new Moses who is leading a new Exodus, except the change here is that Jesus has come to deliver us not from enslavement to Egypt, but from our enslavement to our own sin. And so in so doing, he has delivered us not just from our sin, but also from the death that is a result of our sin. And uh, so this week, we're going to turn our attention to... You guessed it, John chapter 5. Mm-hmm. Hashtag expositional preaching. All right, so... <laughs> uh, and uh, this is uh, Jesus uh, healing the paralytic man who had been at uh, the pool um, there by the sheep gate for 38 years. He heals him. This sparks uh, a, not a bit of controversy, a lot of controversy. He heals on the Sabbath, and mm-hmm. that's a big no-no if you're, um, you know... Uh, an observant Jew, uh, but they had kind of taken some liberties maybe with the Old Testament on what does qualify as violation of the Sabbath, <laughs> and Jesus knew that, so he kind of pokes pokes right in there at it. I just love that about the Lord, how he does that. Uh, you know, I know that this is going to upset them, therefore, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and so uh, he heals on the Sabbath, that upsets the religious authorities, and that sparks a whole discussion about Jesus' authority as the Son of God. And so, uh, looking forward uh, for us as a faith family to open up that text together uh, this coming Lord's Day. Uh, also, we've already talked about uh, the teacher training. So again, just remember that's this Saturday from 9 to 11. Uh, and then Travis, talk yeah. to us about baptism, brother. That's uh, not baptism. <laughs> well, we can talk about that. <laughs> I mean, if you feel so led, talk to us about Vacation Bible School. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, just excited about Vacation Bible School. We want to remind everybody it's coming up. Uh, we'll be getting kicked off on July 16th uh, to go in, fill out your registration links for your kiddos. Um, if you're volunteering and you're part of our faith family that's going to be stepping up and, and helping out with yeah. the volunteering aspect, please go in and register as a volunteer. Uh, you can check all that out on our app uh, through our church. You can go in and look at that. And uh, Also, we encourage everybody to uh, buy a T-shirt this year for VBS. They're going to be $15, and they're phenomenal, and it'll be a shirt that you can wear year-round um, that'll be going with what we're doing for VBS. So, Please feel free to check that out. You can always email me at Travis at fivepointsbaptist.com if you have any questions or concerns yeah, I'd like to talk good. to you about. Um, but, yeah, we're just excited. And also um, uh, our deadline for student kids camp is coming up. About it. We'll go actually the week after VBS, the student okay. kids camp. Um, all that information has been provided. So if you're one of those people, please feel free to finish up your uh, waivers and everything because we're excited to spend that time this summer with the kiddos. So, Excellent. Thank you, brother. Excellent. All right. Well, that's a look at last week and this week at Five Points. Now, it's time to pivot. All right. Pivot. So we have, again, Daryl Hobson here with us. And uh, Daryl is our team lead for our partnership in El Salvador. And so, uh, Daryl, we got some trips coming up. We got some trips coming up June 30th to July 6th. It's going to be a medical mission. Um uh, 
I thought maybe uh, you could just speak to us about that. Sure, uh, glad you know, to. What, what that trip's like. If I'm not medical, does that mean I shouldn't go? Yeah, it's, uh, it's open to everybody. Um, you don't have to have any kind of specific medical training. Um, so we get, a, we get a mixture of people like me that have zero medical ability all the way to people that are in the field. Uh, and try to plug them in and kind of work them that way if, the, if that's where the Holy Spirit has for them to work. And if not, they, you know, they do other, other work down there. There's something for everybody to do. Uh, we just we go down there and people plug in where they plug in and, and uh, we love on the people down there and do our thing. And, uh, it's always a great it's all it's always a great time when we go down and do medical mission. It's it's one of the formats that we use and and we love to do it. So that's phenomenal. That's, that's awesome. I think it's it's a, it's a great venue for getting people to respond. Uh, of course, everybody hears the gospel and uh, when they do, uh, but it's a uh, it's a very very format that we really enjoy doing. Uh, we we like it. It's not the only one we do, of course, but in this case, it is medical mission, kind of like a health clinic-y kind of thing, mm-hmm. I guess, more than full-on medical, but but uh, yeah, that's what we're doing this time. That's amazing. That's awesome. Cool. Um, then we have another trip, September 22nd to 29th, down to Guatemala. You want to share a little yeah, bit? Yeah, that one, that, that we're, we're headed kind of into some new territory. We always, um, we, we, we always uh, pray and look for kind of different venues. You know, we've been off into Peru, and uh, this time we were we were speaking with Pastor Ed and 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 praying over different places to go, and he he brought an opportunity out that that um, we think is good for our team to do. Um, we're we're actually gonna gonna work a youth retreat in El Salvador, and then we're gonna bus up into Guatemala and work with some churches there. So this one's gonna look more like a discipleship trip. The churches there, the pastors um, work with a group of people in Guatemala, which are known as Guayeros. And the Guayeros are people that some of them live in, but most of them are inside the big city dump there, and they sort through the trash, and that's how they subsist. They, mm. they look for recyclables or whatever else they can live on. Um, and and uh, there are some churches there that, that are partnered through P2P and Mission for Christ Foundation, and we're going to go up there and work with them this time um, and then fly back home from Guatemala probably. So, yeah, that one's coming up in, in September. It's the third week of September-ish. If anybody sounds like they're led to go on something like that, you know, love for them to talk to me, but go ahead and get a passport application going. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that, that's the first step. So, uh, but, but, yeah, that's going, to be, that's going to be another good one. It's going to be one of these amazing things that we see that, we really don't know what we're going to see, but every time we go, it's just a, it's an amazing time. We see wonderful things. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, um, so this is through Pastor Ed. And if you want to learn more about that partnership, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes that takes it to his page, specifically on our church website. Uh, you can also, uh, if you swing by the Mission Center uh, at the church, uh, you can see a picture of him and a little bit of a description there, and you can see where in the world El Salvador is and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just want to say that the Mission Center is located in the elevator lobby, and so we have coffee there and all those kind of things. And so, Daryl, tell us a little bit about the coffee that we have in the Mission Center. Yeah, the coffee that we've almost run out of in the Mission Center is, is <laughs> this a, is true. Is this a is brand true. called uh, Cafe Mahata, and it's actually a um, uh, 
produced in El Salvador. There's a, uh, there's a, a coffee co-op there. Um, some of us visited the factory. Uh, it's one of the things that they, uh, one of the largest exports uh, out of El Salvador is coffee. It's one of their, one of their products there that they, they grow. They grow a lot of coffee there. So uh, we, you know, we've been serving that for the last uh, few Sundays, I guess. Um, and I think we've got enough to make it through this Sunday. So if you want to try it, you better hurry <laughs> up. And then we'll switch off to something else. But it's, um, um, yeah, just a, a, a Salvador and one of, the, one of the coffees that they produce there. And uh, it's good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, so this Sunday, make sure to swing by the Mission Center, grab you a cup of that Salvadorian coffee. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Look, you guys know me. Listeners, you know me. I'm very particular about, you know, well, I, I can't say particular. You know, I love, I have a passion for food and, and coffee and different things, but El Salvador coffee um, is one of the coffees. Now, I've always struggled with, you know, I always want to use creamer. I always mm-hmm. want to use a lot of sugar and different things in my coffee. Mm-hmm. It's the first coffee that I can get so close to drinking it without anything in it, mm-hmm. just because the coffee is so good yeah. that it is the first coffee that I found. So if there are people that are like, you know, uh, I'm not really sure. I would say if you ever had a chance to try a coffee or you were like, hey, today's the day, I would try it on Sunday. That's how mm-hmm. good that coffee is. Like you can actually drink it almost just straight black. Yeah. Uh, and good. I'm not one of those people. I'm I'm like <laughs> uh, extra creamer to the max. Um, but it is that kind of coffee, and I love it. And so uh, that's been been one amazing thing. But you know, Daryl, really and truly, to hear everything that's going on, and you guys are the hands and the feet, and you're there, and all the amazing things that are going on. Um, as a kid that grew up in Greensboro. You know, we, we didn't see a lot of missions often, you know, and mm-hmm. it was, we, we were in Greensboro, it's kind of rule, but then to have the opportunity to be here and see you guys as a team going mm-hmm. out and what yeah. you're doing and, and seeing the, the impact that's happening, um, just from the bottom of my heart, I would like to say thank you um, to you guys and what you're doing because it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm just going to tell you, it, it becomes something that you, that everybody that goes becomes passionate about. Um, you see you see how, how you get to play a part in that in the in the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's amazing. Uh, yeah. You get you know the end of Je- uh, John chapter one, you know where he tells Nathaniel, you're going to see some amazing things, and we see those things. <laughs> I might sit here and start telling stories if you guys want to, and we'll be here for hours because <laughs> it, it it goes and it's just one thing after another after another that we see, and it's you know, and then the the other aspect of it is that it's it you know. It's hard to describe just exactly what all happens and the uh, and and the way the work you know comes about and the and the blessings that you receive and it, it's it's really hard to describe everything. Although I do you know often try, but the thing that I can that I try to reflect every time I talk to anybody is that it's not what you expect. You expect that it's hey it's this group of American Christians and we're going down there and we're gonna. We, we go in and we do our thing and everybody thanks us and we leave and it's nothing like that. What ends up happening is, is it, it, the team is, is a blend of, you know, it truly is the nations and the languages because it's like we're, we're there, we're working alongside with Salvadorans. There's a Costa Rican pastor that's there with us when we're in Peru. Uh, we blend with them. It's the local church. It's the, it's the Mission for Christ Foundation. It's, it's us. This trip we're coming up, it's not even only people from Five Points. We've got one young lady who's joined us from a little church in, outside of Dothan called Harvest Church. 
and we're teaming up with three people from Ayrton Baptist Church, Ayrton, Alabama. If you don't know where that is, I didn't. I had to look it up. But they, they're partners as well with Mission for Christ Foundation, and they said, hey, you guys are going down doing medical. You mind if we jump on there? And we're like, look, man, we've been praying to work with you guys, so let's go. Mm. So it's, it's um, you know, it's uh, the, the, the days that the best days that I've ever spent are days when we have been on the ground in places like Nahavo, and we're there with brothers and sisters in Christ. They don't speak English. My Spanish is terrible. And, and, you know, we're just, we're, we're working the plan. We're doing, we're doing the things that we do. And it's, you know, everything from evangelizing. We do a lot of discipleship work. We do these little medical clinics. We do, I mean, we just do all kinds of things. And, uh, uh, you know, people that go, they, I, I think you, I think if you go, you see and experience the things that we see and experience. You you feel the blessing of being there. You love on the people. They love on you. I mean, they minister to us. Mm. Uh, you come back and you're just like, it's just your 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 walk with Christ is just different because yeah. you're seeing you're mm. seeing that you're really seeing the Revelation seven thing come into play. And you're like, <laughs> wow, you know, mm. he, you know, this is just this guy doesn't look or sound anything like me, but he's gonna be there. Mm. And the people love on us, and we love on them, and uh, I, I know it's just anyway. Well, we can go. We can go as long as you guys want to go. I well, many and, and, and the one thing, many and the one thing I wanted to add to this, Daryl, and, and I know, um, and I bet because you could almost write a book after this. But the one thing that I do remember, even um, they know my passion for flying is not very good, um, but. <laughs> When you're 40,000 feet in the air and you're coming down, you're getting ready to fly into Birmingham and you look down and Birmingham looks like a little speck on the map, you start realizing how big that world is out there mm. and that you are that little speck, you know, yeah. on, on that on that ground. And you, you start thinking about that and you start thinking about how big the world is. And, and, and that was, you know, one of those, those profound things. And then the fact that you know, you guys are flying out and going out and doing those things. I just, I got to commend you guys for what you're doing. You, you, you go, you go places that you've never heard of and you, you become brothers and sisters with people that you would have never met otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. until you go to glory. Cause it's just like, there, there's no other way that you would be connected other than, other than the work of the Holy Spirit. It's just, and that, you know, another one of those amazing things, speaking of airplanes, I absolutely hate them. I was scared to death. At one point in time, I told Leanne, I'll never get on another airplane. <laughs> and God said, well, you know, well, we may have a different plan for you, brother. So, uh-huh. you know, that's, that's right. right. That's I mean, what I'm going to do. That's, that's right. I've been on airplanes uh, yeah. several times throughout the year. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I have found my brother in Christ that likes to hear the little when you're touching down on the ground. Right there. I got, and I think I'm, I think I'm past that now. I think I'm to the point now. It's just like, well, another airplane ride. I mean, <laughs> might, might as well get on. We the one we fly in Peru is a little bit more sketchy. You know, you get on, you get on one of these prop jobs and fly up into the mountains of Peru into the Andes. It's a little more of an adventure than <laughs> flying United, but it's not bad. I'm gonna. Yeah, Trevor said he's excited for, for that next mission to Peru. <laughs> well, if you are interested in learning more about this, or even if you're just interested in missions generally speaking, like you, you kind of are fascinated by this conversation, you want to press in, you want to lean in. Um, I would highly encourage you. Daryl is now leading kind of an open group, come and go. Um, uh, 
calling it Missions and Coffee, right, Daryl? If I got that title right? Yeah, I can. I combine two of my passions um, into into one event that well done. you know most of the time is uh, is going to be Saturday mornings um, from seven until whenever. Generally speaking, it's kind of a come and go between seven and nine on Saturday mornings. Uh, we've been meeting over at the Heritage House outside the towns of North River and. Uh, we'll cut it a little short this Saturday, so you know if anybody's teaching to make it over here. But, but it's yeah, it's a kind of a come and go uh, open session. Anybody's welcome to join us, and we just sit around and talk about whatever missions type you know subject comes up. So you know it, it, it could be that we're you know like 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 for example, we got somebody going for the first time, and they want to talk about you know really maybe how to share their testimony or you know or, or really or what to pack. I mean, you know, obviously you're going on a mission trip, your packing's going to look a little different than, than going on vacation. What does that look like? And, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, anything missional. Um, I've kind of here really, you know, just recently got into uh, Platt and Dr. Gibson, who was talking about, you know, kind of some definitions of reached and unreached and misreached and post-reached or once-reached, I think is the way he called it. And we talk about those kind of things, if, if that's the subject that comes up. Or worst case scenario, we start telling mission war stories, and you know, <laughs> it kind of gets to that point sometimes, doesn't it? Yep, it yeah, does. It I does. went. I went this past Saturday and thoroughly enjoyed myself. So I would highly recommend to you, listener, even if you're thinking, I don't know if that's for me, going on a mission trip. Look, just come to the missions and coffee group on Saturday over at Heritage House by the towns and. Just enjoy the conversation, and I think you'll be blessed uh, by being a part of that. I know that I was, and I look forward to attending more. So yeah, I, I've got stories about everybody that's been um, some more than others. Uh, now I do want to mention also this time we have some new travelers this time. That's always exciting for us. We get there's kind of the usual cast of characters, um, but this time we actually have some new we have we have some some new travelers. Um, Jennifer Humphreys is headed out for the first time with us. Um, Larry and Sally's daughter Katie is going with us. Awesome. And the, and the one that excites me the most is that um, Madeline Goss took her father Eric uh, on a, the previous not the last mission trip but the one before that. And this time Madeline is bringing her mother Krista with her. Wow. So Krista's going to be. Uh, Gonna be gonna be along with us, but she has Madeline to guide her along the way, and that's yeah. you know and what a blessing awesome. there. I, I like the generational thing. I just is is uh, I, I think it's a good thing to do if we can get a you know a, a parent and, and one of their youngins out there in, in the mission field. I mean, mm. it's just a, I think a great experience. So we certainly encourage that as well. Somebody's got a particularly a teen. They're long long tough days down there sometimes. So it needs to be somebody that's ready to travel, but. They're certainly welcome, you know, mom and dad getting a mission field with them, and um, you won't regret it. It'll be a blessing that you'll, you'll certainly, certainly get a blessing from it, that's for sure. Amen. Yeah, we were, Andrew and I were talking uh, a few days ago about how, you know, our, our mission or vision statement, however you want to describe it, you know, is that we're a faith family who treasures Jesus together through worship, community, discipleship, and mission, and but there's a lot of overlap between those categories, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so even though we are treasuring Jesus through mission by going, but then also you do have that intergenerational discipleship that's also happening on the field too. Um, so that's really cool just to see that and, uh, and to know that that's going on. Well, we're seeing some, we're, we're also seeing uh, 
crossing across various parts of the ministry and, and different, um, say, organizations within Five Points. You know, for example, we rely heavily on the OCC crew. They're wonderful about, like, witnessing bracelets, which we use a ton of those. Uh, you know, they jump up, and, and this last time we carried kids' clothing, and the vast majority of it came from OCC. It was stuff that they had left over from box stuff. And, of course, you know, having some of our youth members go, you know, I think we're, we're getting a little bit of crossover there, you know, in, in terms of that. Um, but, and even, even, though, even though also within, within the pastoral ministry, because you look at, at midweek in the Habits of Grace study, um, Pastor John brought his message from when he preached in the you know preached in January. We took the Habits of Grace, bought copies of it in Spanish, and then did a session with the with the with the pastors there and gave them that resource um, that that they could take back and utilize it within their ministry. So we're we're trying to you know we're we're we're, we're definitely crossing through. Um, you know, across across ways across the ministries and, and using the resources and, and tools that are here, you know, by some other venue. I mean, it's no, you know, clearly Habits of Grace happened because it's being taught here, you know, at Five Points and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, became something that we could we could definitely use down there. And then, and, you know, having Pastor John around to, you know, and, and he brought his sermon to those pastors and their wives um, just was... Mm-hmm. I mean, just a, just a great way to work things. We try to do that, of course, as much as we can, as much as we're led to do anyway. So. Yeah. Amen. That's way cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, guys, again, we'll have the link uh, to that partnership in the show notes today, so go and check that out. Come to Missions and Coffee this Saturday. Uh, Heritage House has great coffee, too, by the way, so that was an excellent location choice. Um, okay, Daryl, yep. we have another segment that we've introduced to last week this week called Church Member Fun Fact. Yeah, here we go. I heard the one last week, and I can attest to the fact that Arnie Sanford and Cheese do not get along. I, I, <laughs> I have go. seen it. I have seen it. I don't understand it, but I have seen it. Yeah, yes. They're it's not sad. I feel like we need to add him to the prayer list. I mean, <laughs> it's the, it, he, he doesn't know many Spanish words, but he knows how to say no cheese in Spanish. <laughs> he funny. does know how to do that. That's Arnie, funny. I will ask you that coming up. Thank you. That's good. All right, so Daryl, what's a fun fact about you that we may not know? Well, the the one that I think is safe to throw out there is that <laughs> That's good. everybody knows me and coffee and my relationship with coffee. And and I do have I do criticize people like Travis that put stuff in it. That's true. Thank you. But, Thank you. I'm here for your entertainment. But I, and I'll cha- I'll challenge anybody else that's out there to, to broach this subject with me, but I will tell you that I am an aficionado of water with bubbles. I can, I know them all. I know the good ones, the bad ones. I, I mean, it's just, it, it, it is it is a thing. Hmm. And, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll be glad to show you my expertise anytime somebody wants to broach the subject with me. Okay. Be prepared. That's good to that know. This will happen. Be Duly prepared. noted. Yes. Uh, so, cherry, vanilla, Dr. Pepper, thoughts on that? How do you feel about that? Chapter three um, <laughs> in the man book. <laughs> Forbid such things. Um, <laughs> you you can you can you can get away with with like Coke, the original one in a glass bottle, but anything beyond that, you're going into territory that I dare not go. Oh, and uh, yeah, I mean it's kind of like it's like kind of like coffee. If you order coffee and you use any Italian words, there's a problem. You know, <laughs> so if you start throwing out ventis and macchiatos and lattes and stuff like that. 
it's really a it's a it's a it's a man book chapter three violation. Coffee. Oh man, oh, wow. I'm not gonna tell you what coffee I had at the there last day. There oh. oh, here it is. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Well, Daryl, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, My thank you, brother. I uh, hope to have you back again here one of these days. Uh, uh, if, you know, if this wasn't too bad, maybe you'd be willing to come on back someday. I, I am willing, but I, I you know warn you ahead of time. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a one subject kind of guy, so. If, <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're if we're not going to talk about missions, you just go on with somebody else. But if you want to if you want to talk mission stories, I'll be glad to be here for as many hours as you like. If there's a glass Coca Cola sitting right there, are you in? Yes, if it's a, if it's okay. a glass if, if it is a if it is truly the old style Coca Cola in a glass bottle and very cold, I'm in. We but, can make that happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Be right here waiting on you. There you go. That, that, will, that will make it happen. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, dear listener, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. As always, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, you can be a blessing to us by sharing news about this podcast uh, with other members of our Five Points family. You've been listening to Last Week, This Week, a podcast of the FP Network. Join us next week for more news and updates on events here in the life of our church.